0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Santi Time Podcast. Where no matter if it's Eastern Time, Western Time, or Pacific Time, it'll always be Santi Time. I am back again. I know it has been three months. I've just been—I don't know—slacking. I've been working. I've been working this new job, which I've been working this new job. It pays well, so um, so yeah. I'm just—I've just been keeping myself busy. And 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 sometimes I forget that I have a podcast in the first place, you know. So uh, today I have another guest with me, and his name is Stockton Moore. How's it going, Stockton? I uh, dude, I'm chilling, man.
1: Just just vibing. Got some some Dr Pepper from McDonald's because they got that I, good shit, that MSG. So
0: yeah, uh, and I am drinking oolong tea in a in a PlayStation cup. Yeah. Oh, I have it's a PlayStation cool. cup, too. It's I don't oh, know where you're chat though. Show me.
1: It's it's so far away. Right now I just have this McDonald's cup.
0: Oh, okay. And and that's just Coke, right? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Oh, Pepper. Oh okay, yeah, the way Dr. Pepper Coke. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that at first. Okay, so <laughs> so um so these past three months, so much content has come out that i that i really wanted to talk about but i just haven't had the time to time to so far stranger things season four has has taken the internet by storm not just the series but like, uh, but like the entire cast and the characters as a whole and then of course multi madness came out love and thunder then we got uh, we've got miss marvel like uh, we're gonna talk about all of that today but for uh, but first uh, but first, uh, Stockton. What I like to do with uh, with each episode of my podcast is that I like to talk about just some news of pop culture. Not a lot, just a couple. You know, I mean, like I would talk about the nominations from the Television Academy, specifically the Emmys that are coming out in September. But that's going to take a whole episode. Okay? Like, I'm, I'm not super happy with the Emmys right now. Too, yeah, so yeah. I mean, totally either. cool not to talk
1: about it.
0: Like, like. The entire Stranger Things cast got robbed. Sadie, Caleb, Millie, they didn't get nominated at all. Not even my the man, entire, I The Come
1: entire on. show of Our Flag Meets Death also completely robbed because Our Flag Meets Death, I think, should be sweeping the Emmys right now. Not a single nomination. David Atkins, oh, the like, oh, creator my god. of the Our show. Flag-
0: oh my god, yeah, Our Flag Meets Death didn't get nominated.
1: Jeez. David Attenborough is like, it's okay. We know this show is good. We don't need nominations. It's totally fine. Nobody yeah, made is, a
0: big deal about is, it. But like, I watched like five episodes of it. I haven't, I haven't, finished it yet. But so far, like, I'm liking Taika's Blackbeard. Like, I really, it's just really so good, it. right? Anything he like, does. There's, there's, two versions of Blackbeard that I really, really love. There's one, <laughs> there's out there's Blackbeard from One Piece who's like the best. A villain of the show like he basically has like a dad. he's like that uh, like he's this one character who basically has two powers one that like one that like uh i like like i don't know like quakes up that can that can quake things you know like how daisy johnson has like and has like quaking abilities well blackbeard has that but he takes it to an extreme while he also has like the powers of making black holes and shit like it's 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 insane and and then you have got Tiger's Blackbeard who is a very flamboyant and and pretty like I'm here I like I don't know I like all these books and all these clothes and so I need to be here and he's just having a good time right dude exactly man exactly
1: i also really like uh the like octopus blackbeard well blackbeard is an octopus in uh parts of the caribbean right that's um no that's Davy you're talking about Davy
0: Jones I do love Davy Jones. Blackbeard Masks. is cool.
1: I don't think he's, he's probably not my favorite Pirates of the Caribbean villain, but like he's mm-hmm. alright. Sound out in the youth, that whole thing. But we don't really we, talk about Pirates like, 4, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really talk about it. Like, I barely, I even forgot that it existed. Dead Man, like, like, but, but then Dead Men Tells No Tales, but then Dead Men Tell No Tales is like, is awful. Like, like I saw it with my friends, like during like D- during a uh, senior skip day, during uh, during senior year of high school, and I mean, it was a good time to watch it with friends. But as a movie, not so much. It's just, it's, it just, you was- just can't beat the first three, right?
1: They're just Can so good. You
0: just, you just can't like *Dead Man's Chest*. Best one. I truly think like it's like one. a it, it's like the best live action Disney movie in my opinion. In my opinion, it is. You know, like it's like. It's just such a good story. Like we could get into the pirates. Like we could get into the pirates franchise another time, but uh, but but let's get on to pop culture news. So um, there's a show. There, there's a new show that I am currently currently obsessed with. It's been getting rave reviews all across the board. It's called The Bear. Have you heard of it?
1: I have heard of The Bear. Actually, I yeah. have. It's been on my watch list. Uh, I'm I'm getting stoked to watch it it's it's the food channel or the food show
0: right yeah 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 yeah. it's the
1: Dude, yeah. it's and i think that like that's that's the big thing right now is food shows and food movies and i think that people like like food shows and food movies so much yeah they we do. just love food right that's like the number one thing that people care about like and just so much of it goes into food like shows and movies i watched um burnt i think is what it's called with uh riley cooper Bradley Cooper, yep, yeah, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, Chef with John Favreau is on my list. There is on my list. Food like culture is taking over like movies and, and television right now, and I'm so stoked for it.
0: Yeah, I know. Like like ever since Ratatouille, like we've grown into such an appreciation for just really good cuisine. You know, like 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 it took it took the concept of a rat. Who just wants to like cook like a human being for us to truly appreciate food you know like it's, it's anyone can easy. cook yes exactly anyone can cook
1: such a good such a good movie dude i love that
0: yeah and uh and as for the bear like it's basically about this guy who has to like take over his brother's who has to take over his brother his brother's restaurant because you know he died and he has to take and he has to like take control of it but but the problem is but the problem is that the kitchen itself is a stressful nightmare he doesn't he doesn't even know the first thing about being in charge of a kitchen but he but but he but he feels like that he has to anyway you know like it's just like and also like episode 7 specifically is like one of my favorite episodes like ever like and I'm, and I'm talking like one of the best tv episodes right now like it was shot in one take and it truly like shows yes like, yes I about this yes and and, and 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 it doesn't just show like the nightmare of a the, the nightmare of working in, in in a working kitchen it's also like a really good like themat and, and it's a really good biting abiding commentary, no pun intended, you know, biting commentary on the working class in a in, in a current ecosystem. And that brings me to another
1: point of, like, why I think that us as humans like food content so much. It's because a lot of us can relate to it, right? Like, I used to work in a kitchen. I've worked in, like, several kitchens. Really? And every every single time I watch any, like, cooking show or cooking movie, dude, I just get thrown right back into it. I'm like, if yeah, you got your line cooks, you got the, the dishwashers, servers – Everything just comes back instantly and you just feel the, the heat of the moment and you're in the kitchen with the characters, right?
0: Yeah, right. And also, like, germ- so, like, uh, the leading actor in the show is Jeremy Allen White, who is known for playing Lip Gallagher at Shameless. And he basically showed that he's more than just Lip. You know, like, every time, like, you see this guy on anything else, you think, like, oh, my God, that's Lip. When 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 here, he's he's when here he's just playing like another role that he's now that that is now being famous for you know
1: sure and i feel like that that's something that a lot of actors these days struggle with is they get really popular for like one specific role and then they show up anywhere else and and then you're just like oh my gosh it's that character uh i think miles teller actually who's really big in hollywood right now is doing a really good job of trying to like get out of that because I don't remember like what movie like got him really big but I know that he was in a in one movie and that's the
0: one that everyone talked about for so long and uh, then now he's in like are you talking about, films, are you Whiplash talking about, yeah Whiplash yeah oh, and now just, and, th- and now he's famous for Top Gun Maverick you know Top Gun
1: Maverick and isn't he is he gonna be in Gray Man, or am I thinking of someone
0: else uh no uh he was well I mean he was in a movie with Chris Hemsworth so called
1: Spider Head. Oh, oh that's what I was thinking of Spiderhead. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah, I,
0: haven't I haven't heard either. the greatest
1: things about it, but like I think that'll probably be fun. Something fun to like watch with your friends, poke fun at. Exactly. Listen to Chris,
0: uh, Chris Hemsworth Do a Chris Prat impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Chris Evans is the best Chris. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm here for I'm here for Chris Evans, dude. Scott yeah, program, me, me, all dude, the way, dude. I
0: can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to ha- I can't wait for him to be such an absolute dick in The Gray Man, and it's and it's not the only time that he's played an asshole. Like he was at Scott Pilgrim, who played like. Nice out. <laughs> it's gonna be between me, you, me, and, and it's time for me to take some. Me to kick your ass, <laughs> dude. I think he's probably
1: my favorite bad guy out a Scott Pilgrim. Man, just something it's just so ridiculous, right? Like, can you do a grindy thing on that rail? It's like. <laughs> Called a grind, all right. Yeah, grind on oh, that right. rail, dude. Scott Pilgrim, Edgar Wright, dude, just such a good writer. Um, know, right? just so good,
0: yeah. So, uh, and, and the reason I'm talking about the bear is that today the bear got renewed for a second season. Let's go, so, love to
1: see that. I'm thinking, yeah. oh gosh. There's a show that I was watching that got renewed for like season two and oh my god it was Invi- uh, Invincible which came out uh, like a little bit over a year ago I think. I've Before been, season one was even finished it already got announced for season two and season three. I've been, I've
0: been waiting for I've been waiting for season two for a year now. Fuck. It's been
1: too long dude. I'm so excited oh, for Invincible season two. Know,
0: Everyone's I- like raving about the boys I-
1: I'm not, I'm not here for it. I need invincible. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I even like read the entire book, dude. Like I read like all, like, I, I I read like every chapter ever, like until the end, like I know how it ends, you know? And it's, and, and trust me, it's not pretty. It's not, it's not an easy read either. That's like a no, long time. No, 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 no. Like it's definitely, it, it's definitely not a re- an easy read either. This is going to be like, I'm, I'm only i'm only just gonna say a minor spoiler but there is a but but there's probably gonna be a moment in season two that is that that is going to be so savage it, it, it's going to be a point where mark is going to be at the lowest point of his life like i am i'm i'm telling you dude like like what you're about to watch when when season two comes out i don't think you're ready man i just I'm, I'm just being for real here. I'm here for it. I'm stoked. I'm I'm yeah. so ready for whatever they have to throw at us. Plus, 20 episodes, dude. It's going to be 20 episodes. <laughs>
1: oh, my God.
0: Which means more violence. I'm ready for more violence.
1: <laughs> dude, and the soundtrack, dude. The soundtrack for the first season was just so good, man. You got so right? many good bands. You got, like, Cage the Elephant, like, White just the whole nine yards for the audio. So good for Invincible. So stoked yeah. for like what's to come! Yeah. Really excited to see what the and you got like phenomenal actors. You got Steven Ewan, You got um, uh, well, J.K. Simmons. Oh I don't know. Who's the the ma-
0: J.K. Simmons, uh, Michelle Yeoh. Sandra Oh, Yeo. J- uh, Gillian Jacobs. Sandra o. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Sandra Oh. Uh, just so boys. good. Yeah.
1: Gillian Jacobs. Like just everyone in that is so good, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh, what else? What else? Oh, did you watch Boys? Uh, uh, did you watch season three of The Boys? I
1: haven't even finished season two
0: yet. I'm I'm so
1: behind. I know. I just everybody's gotten too hyped about it. I'm not excited anymore. You're gonna
0: You're gonna love. You're gonna be pretty like, like, like when you meet Soldier Boy, who's played by Jetson Ackles, He is both like really, he's both a character that you can hate, but you can also kind of like. You know, like you'll love him, like you'll love him one minute, and the next, and the next, and the next, you'll remember, like, oh man, he's he's actually an asshole.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And like it's
0: and and like the commentary, it, and the commentary in that season, it's so prevalent to like to our current times. You know, like there's a moment that doesn't yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I can't even talk about it without, without spoiling anything, so I, I just, I can't, all right. Dude, another,
1: same thing about, like, talking about, uh, commentary, like, on our current times. Yeah. Have you watched The Sea Beast yet? The Sea Beast? Fuck, I know. Sea watch... Beast came out on the 8th of July on Netflix. Yeah, it was like, Carl Urban. A little less a week ago. Carl Urban from The Boys. I know, and I know let me just no. say, dude, this movie, like I saw the trailers for it like a couple of months ago and everybody else did. We were all super hyped for this movie and everyone's like, Oh, it's just gonna be like a how to train your dragon rip off, which isn't a bad thing. That that is definitely a compliment to be called a how to train your dragon ripoff. But that is not what the movie yeah. is. It like it's definitely separates itself. It's phenomenal. The cinematography is so good, the acting is so good, dude. The, the storytelling and it's it's A lot of commentary on stuff that a lot of
0: people need to hear these days, and it's just so good. Yeah, I'll I'll watch it when I can. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. You know, like before I, uh, I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it tomorrow or Saturday or um, or, or um, or or during my uh or during my train ride uh, back to Long Island on Sunday, so that I could go to Spain. Like, uh, so so
1: sea Beast is so good, and it does such a good job of like making the ocean a character. Also, that's something I think the Pirates of the Caribbean does: is the ocean is its own character, right? Like yeah. it, it's got its own personality. It's just there, dude. And this movie will put the fear of the ocean into you. I I swear to God,
0: bro. bro I think we've all been scared of the ocean. <laughs> look at, like look, look. like it's an endless like space of water, and there's like and, and it's filled with like and it's all with like unknown creatures like you know like a shark you know like just imagine that a shark like you know just imagine that a shark can kill you man like yeah yeah so uh so yeah uh second thing that i want to talk about uh do you know i think i I mean i'm pretty sure you know about this but do but do you know about the noah schnapp and doja cat doja cat
1: oh my god dude it's so (laughs) funny dude i think it's all fake actually i think it's all just for pr i think that doja's not actually mad at noah and i think that the internet like didn't get that it was a joke and just blew it out of proportion but it's so funny though like no like
0: like the fact that like doja was like thirsting over joseph and then Noah's like it I mean, we all were, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to
1: no Doja Cat. She's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we all were.
1: <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I might have also DM'd Noah asking, like, for tips to, to slide into Joseph Quinn's DMs, but like, no one ever got back to me. So like, at least Doja got back on for her, right.
0: Okay, okay. Granted, he's one of the most famous like actors right now. So like, uh. Uh, so I yeah, it. I
1: guess. I guess I, I can't you? hold it against
0: him. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. So, like... But that's
1: so funny, dude. I, I can't believe it, man. I really, like... I actually want Doja Cat to just show up in Stranger Things Season 5 now. Just, like, <laughs> as a background character. No lines or anything. She's just there. That'd just be so funny to me. It, it would be. It would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you see Noah Schnapp posted on TikTok? Uh, I think it was today or yesterday. He posted a TikTok of him just like doing this like TikTok filter, but the audio to it is a Doja Cat song and it's just like, Noah, you know what you're doing, dude. You get you really had to watch this TikTok with the Doja Cat
0: audio, really. I I I I don't think I saw that. I don't think I did. <clears throat> so funny. Out? When was that posted? Either today or yesterday. Oh, okay. Well I can't seem to find it. He probably deleted it or something. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Like I got, like I don't know. Like you post it one minute and then and then you think, Oh, it's a mistake, you you, you you gotta you have to take it out. And and this is also a perfect segue to talk about season four of Stranger Things.
1: Oh my god, so good, dude. Like I just I think that like okay, well first of all, Vecna is just the coolest villain. For that we've had the change so far. It's a, I'm glad that we have a you know, a villain with lines and someone who like is actually a character and has a plan and isn't just like I'm gonna eat everything because I'm a big scary monster. Um, so that's really cool to see that. I love how they tied it all the way back to like Hawkins Lab and Eleven and and Papa and all that super cool stuff. Is this name actually Papa? Smooth. Or is his name actually Papa? uh dr brenner dr brenner
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just oh.
1: couldn't remember for that i mean that's what that's what episode eight is called right yeah you know, it's papa so that's who okay. he is uh,
0: yeah and and it also like and 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 it also like really and and it's also like and 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 it's also cool how people know who like jamie campbell bauer is the guy who plays vecna and and people act like and a lot of people like don't know that like he was that he was in the Twilight movies and he was Jace Lightwood, you know. And and also play, and also played and also played Grindelwald in in Harry in the Harry Potter films, Deathly Hollow specifically. Like 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 a lot of people forgot about who he is and like and and, and now with this generation they know and now he's like kind of famous again you know
1: and it's so dude i just can't believe that that was him under the vecna makeup the entire time like that was which it's crazy that that's makeup like it was like 95 percent practical effects and like barely Uh, to none cgi and how crazy real that looks with no cgi blows my mind it's insane it
0: really yeah it 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 really does like it like like this it. I just love how that twist, that like, that like. I, I mean, of course, we're talking spoilers. Like, it's been out for like, it's been out for like weeks now. So, like, we can. This is spoiler territory, you know. So, like, it's so crazy how like that twist goes all the way back to like the first season. Okay. Right. Like a like a like. Because, you know, like 11 is like 11, there's 10, there's 9, there's 8, but we don't know about 1. We don't know who 1 is. And then, then we're introduced to 1. He's like, oh, okay, he's going to help her out. When really, this guy is is a goddamn supervillain.
1: <laughs> no, dude, it's it's so good because he he just does this, like, because it, it, it's so brilliant. It's just so smartly written because the entire series, like, for the first three seasons, you're like, Dr. Brenner is a bad guy. Do not like him. And then season four comes around. And we go into the past. We get introduced to this character, and he's like, I don't like Dr. Brenner. I don't like Papa. He lies. He, he doesn't tell you the truth, all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, okay, this is a good guy. He, he doesn't like the bad guy. That means he's on our side. And he just does such a good job of lulling you into a false sense of security. And he was just like, I'm your friend. And then as soon as he's like, he's like this thing in my head, it, it weakens me. It says it weakens me and it tracks me. And I was talking to my roommate who I was watching season four with. And I was like, that's such a weird line to put in there. It, it weakens him and it tracks him. Like they want us to focus on the it tracks him line because that is preventing him from escaping and leaving. And that's where the story is going but why would he say it weakens him unless he has some type of power? And my roommate's like, mm, that's just a stretch. I don't, I don't think so. I think that it's just like, he, he is like weak and he like can't like go like long distances physically. Like if he leaves, he, he can't go anywhere. He's not gonna like have the energy to. <laughs> me, uh, and then like two seconds later, she just like rips it out of his head and then he just goes nothing nope, kills everybody and i'm like so what were you saying about that it weakens him line and not
0: meaning anything what are you talking about
1: yeah
0: right stranger things they don't throw stuff in there for nothing uh-huh. and the fact that like he is also henry and the fact that he's also like and the fact that he's like henry creole like the son of henry Creel, right uh, he is Henry. Victor is, is, is his dad. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. I keep
1: forgetting, like, Victor Creel's son, Henry Creel is, like, you know. mindable. I, I could not figure out how they were going to connect everything. I was like, so, like, there's this whole, like, house and this family that died 30 years ago and they're tied to it somehow and I, 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 don't, I don't maybe, but the way they connected it was just so good. And season four, like every other season of Stranger Things, is just riddled with references to like other like horror tropes or like so they, other even not they're not even doing like horror references at this time. There's a reference to Terminator 2, which is a movie from the 90s, which felt a little weird considering all the other references are all 80s movies. Season three, yeah. Terminator 2 reference. Uh, it's actually really funny that. Uh, we see stuff happen with the Creel family back in the 50s because that's 30 years ago, which is when Back to the Future went back to the past, which we saw yeah. in season three.
0: Yeah, 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 that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that. And it also, like, and also in season three, Back to the Future is shown, like, in that theater, you know, because it's 1985 during the summer, yada, yada. yada. And also, I was like, oh, cool. Like, it's a little bit on the nose to show Back to the Future, but cool.
1: <laughs> and then um, I'm not too sure if you know much about like the Amityville horror, like or that like horror story like franchise. I think um, it's based off a real of, story. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of familiar with it. Yeah, pretty much like Stranger Things like ripped that out of the text because there was this house and this family, and in in Amityville, there's this dad who killed his family. And he, like, ripped all of their eyes out. And so, like, trailers are coming out. We're seeing stuff for Stranger Things. And you're like, Amityville, it's the dad. He's the bad guy. And then you go to see Victor in the asylum with Nancy and uh, Robin. And you're like, oh, they got us. They're like, this is not the Amityville story. You're like, the, the dad is not the bad guy. No, 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 no. Robert, like, unless
0: like, maybe he's bad. in
1: prison doing it somehow. It like, so, doesn't make any sense.
0: It's so clever that they brought in like Robert Englund to like, to play Victor Creel, who like. It who, is so good. They got Freddy Krueger himself. Yes, they did. They did. Oh my God. Yeah. Season it's four like, just has blown my expectations every like, single way, dude. It's it's full blown nightmare on Elm Street, but, but it's with a goddamn silly. telepath. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, like, also, Dear Billy, best episode of Stranger Things. Do you agree? Hot take,
1: I don't think I do. I I can say that it's the best episode.
0: I don't think it's my favorite episode, though. Oh, okay. What do you... Uh, the, oh, okay, the, what's your favorite episode?
1: I think my favorite episode has got to be uh, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab, uh, oh. episode seven either that one or i really really like the battle for starcourt mall i think that's episode eight of season three yeah that just wrapped up season three so beautifully like with the (laughs) we have the mind flare in the mall and 11 is powerless and they have to like destroy it any way possible billy sacrifices himself uh just such a beautiful episode everyone is like together such a good episode but the, Ho- the Massacre at Hawkins Lab just reveal after reveal after reveal. It's just you're on the edge of your seat every second. It's an hour and 40 minute episode. They're just dumping so much information on you. And then at the very end, Nancy just gets grabbed by Vecna. And then the episode's over and it's just yeah, so so crazy. And you're like, now I have to wait a month for th- for two more episodes? What am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Like, but luckily, they
1: got her back, though. Like, Nancy didn't yes, get yes. back, you know? Dude, Nancy's carrying honestly, dude. I feel like they probably would lose,
0: like, several times if it wasn't for Nancy. Okay, this is going to sound like a hot take, but I think Nancy is pretty boring.
1: She she definitely gets worse and worse, I think. Uh, I think that season two, or maybe...
0: Uh, I think season three really? is her worst season. The problem, is, the problem is they make her interesting by having her have a love interest you know like first it's steve then she like then she's like with jonathan and then like and then like nancy and steve like fall for each other like i just i just found that weird i mean all right right. all
1: right centi are you a are you a stancy shipper or do you like uh i don't know what jonathan and nancy's ship name
0: is Um, jancy i I was okay i was shipping nancy and robin
1: Nancy and Robin. Yeah, I can get that. I don't know. I I'm real hard into Nancy and Steve, dude. Like, as long as you're not Nancy and Jonathan, I'm cool with that because I yeah. Jonathan sucks. He he gets worse yeah. every season for me. In season one, he's a pervert who's taking pictures. And girls. It. Okay, yeah, but Jonathan,
0: like, he's such a good brother, though. You know, he
1: is a good brother, but like I... he he's still lying to Nancy. This day about like really important things in their relationship, and I don't know how people like our friend Bella can be like Jonathan and Nancy, and I'm like, no, Jonathan's so bad. Nancy deserves better. Nancy yeah. deserves Steve. Steve has done so much growing over the past couple seasons, dude. He is not the same guy that she dated in season one.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, but uh, but Mike also got worse. <laughs> Mike Mike has only gotten worse. Nancy
1: is kind of up and down. Jonathan, I think is pretty mostly down, maybe a little up. Uh Mike only gets worse. So like if yeah, I jumped Mike jumped off a cliff for he's Dustin, he's Dustin he's in season 1, one dude. He doesn't even like <laughs> he doesn't even
0: like like when he writes to Nancy, him, I he love you, say, right. yeah 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 doesn't even say love you. Doesn't even like doesn't even like show her affection for her correctly. It's just like
1: yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, literally, in season one, he jumps off the cliff for Dustin, right? Yeah. I don't think Mike has actually talked to Dustin since season two. Like, they're not even friends anymore. Pretty much, like, Dustin isn't a part of the original friend group anymore. He has new friends now. Like, Dustin's yeah. friend group is Steve and Robin and Nancy, I guess, kind of now for some reason.
0: Yeah. And Eddie, rest in peace, Eddie. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't get me started on Eddie, bro. Like, I could talk about Eddie like all fucking day. It's like, so sad, the fact dude. that like, the fact that like, Getty like matches like my punk Roger, like, like my punk rocker energy. Like, like, like you got, like, you got the tank top, the, the, the the Levi, the Levi sleeveless jacket, the pants, the Converse, like all of that. And, and the fact that he's like, and the fact that he's like, and the fact that he's the founder of a nerd group is just incredible. Dude, and he's just such and a he has, nice dude. Like, he's got he has such so, good heart. And he has so much layers. <laughs> and the and and fun fact, you know that a uh, big, and you know that uh, line that he says to Steve, like, "Aren't you big boy?" That was improvised. <laughs>
1: Dude, I and I've been watching this like series on TikTok talking about like, and this is probably going more into like the directing than it is into just if Quinn's acting. But uh, I've been watching this TikTok series that has been analyzing uh, like the body, the body language of different Stranger Things characters, and the ones for Eddie are just so good. And like the first interaction that we see with him and Chrissy. Like, Chrissy's, like, super anxious and, like, nervous and scared and everything like that. And he takes his jacket off and sets it on the table. And this person's, like, by setting it on the table, he is letting her know that he plans to stay there for an extended period of time. He's not planning on leaving in a hurry. And he does that to make Chrissy feel safe. And that's just, like, one small snippet from this whole series on TikTok that's, like, 13 parts. And he's just such a I, I just love Eddie so much, dude. He's such a big sweetheart and he's yeah. got the heart the most heart in the show, dude. Uh do you think do you think he's dead for, for season five? Do you think we're gonna see him again? He
0: okay. As tough as as it is to expect, he is dead. Okay? Like he died in Dustin's yeah. arm. Like he I wasn't moving at all, eyes open, covered in blood, like Hey
1: man, that's what we thought about Brenner during season one, but that that guy survived the Demogorgon somehow. So like,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even know how they brought him back. You know, like they just gave they just gave Matthew Modine a big paycheck, and he was like, oh okay, like we want you to come back. Like uh, like uh, like like like, like, we're, like we're gonna forget that you died, and we just want you to come back. He was like, oh, okay, fine. Let's let's do it. Like. Dude,
1: they didn't even address it to. I thought that they would at least have like a little moment where they like showed him like in pieces and like dying and making it to the hospital or something. No, they're just like, no, he he survives. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean died? He never died.
0: What are you talking about? It's but like, it's kind of like it's kind of like with the whole Phil Coulson thing in the MCU, where like where like he died at the Avengers and somehow he was brought back for the Agents of Shield show. And it was never even addressed in the entire MCU. Like the Avengers like don't even know that like he was alive this whole time. Like I just want Eddie to get the hopper
1: treatment, man. Season five is just gonna open up with like Eddie in the upside down, laying like chunks of meat like falling out of him. And he's just gonna his eye is just gonna open. And then like that's gonna be that's how I want season five to start so bad. Mm -hmm. I just don't want he didn't deserve it. Bob, I don't care about. Barb was a little sad. I was super sad when um, Alexi died yeah, uh, during season
0: three. All he wanted but was a snow cone.
1: <laughs> all he wanted was a snow cone, dude. And he got his Woody the woodpecker. But Eddie, yeah. Eddie is where I draw the line, man. You can't take this man away from me,
0: dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially after, especially after he did that guitar solo from Master of Puppets, which Quinn oh, so learned how sick. to do. Like... Dude,
1: can we talk about like how everyone in Stranger Things is like in a band, by the way, because Joe Keery is in a band, uh, Finn Wolfhard Wait, is in a band, uh, yeah, Joe Keery, they're called uh, DJO, DJO, I think, uh, uh, Maya Hawk just makes music under her own no. name, under Maya Hawk, uh, I I Shane listen- Matarazzo is in the band, I actually don't think they're bands together anymore. Uh, uh, I I I can't remember his name. Uh, Lucas is an actor. He's in a band. They're all in bands. They're all so musically talented. Him and Sadie Sink <laughs> were all on Broadway. Gaten Matarazzo was on Broadway. They're all they're all musically trained, dude. I want a musical episode for Stranger Things season five. Oh man, yeah yeah yeah. That would be
0: that would be pretty cool. That would actually- and
1: of course never ending Story, right from
0: season three, dude. Yes. So good. I want them to bring that back. It's- it was so unexpected because like I didn't even buy the fact that Dustin even had a girlfriend from uh, <laughs> from Utah, the most the, the, like like the state where there are like Mormon families. Later. Reserved,
1: right. Dude, yeah. I, I just want during season five, I want a scene where it's uh, like Dustin is getting taken by Vecna and like everybody's all freaking out, right? And then like, Everybody just starts singing never ending story for him and that's what saves him from Vecna, dude. I know that's incredibly right, cheesy yeah. and campy, <laughs> but like that's what, <clears throat> what Stranger Things is about. It's about 80s camp, right? Like yeah. that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm not here for good writing. I'm here for the campiness.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't I can't find anywhere where, where Caleb is in a band. Um, I
1: I thought he was in a band, I could be mistaken, but he is in on Broadway.
0: Finn Wolfhard was in a band and then like yes. and then he started a, and then he started to do all with somebody else. Which did you hear that Finn Wolfhard is actually going to be directing the movie coming out next year? Yes, I yes, I did. How crazy is that? That is, that is crazy. You know, like. It's a, I think it's a good opportunity for him to uh, just show us what he's got, you know? Dude, I'm really excited.
1: I, I really like seeing young directors, seeing what they bring to the table, because, you know, those guys are going to be really the future of our movies and, like, the future of the next generation of movies to come out. And mm-hmm. so I'm just really curious to see what he brings to the table. I'm getting a little sick of, like, all these old directors that have all made 40 movies.
0: I love them. They're yeah. great.
1: They raised me. But, like, let's get some new directors here. Especially right?
0: Spielberg, you know? like Spielberg.
1: I, I love Wes Anderson, but, like, I think that Wes Anderson only has a couple good movies in them left, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But like, uh, Chris Nolan, I think, is pretty done. Michael Bay, I feel I like, is getting pretty I'm kinda done. Of,
0: I'm kind of sick of Nolan right now.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to watch, and I'm going to be so excited to watch it, Uh, Oppenheimer. But I think that's gonna be the last good Christopher Nolan movie, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Like, like Oppenheimer. It wasn't even that great. Like, honestly. On the same day, <laughs> dude. I'm gonna go double feature Oppenheimer and Barbie,
1: dude. I'm gonna get like, a three piece suit, dude. It's gonna be like a pink, like a uh, pink coat. I'm gonna get like a black vest and like white pants, dude. It's gonna be wait. so I good. Can't
0: I cannot wait to see your whole. I can't wait to see your fit. You know, like I can't. Dude, it's wait. gonna be
1: so good. Yeah, oh I'm my so God. St- Which I'm also so excited for Greta Gerwig's Barbie. I think that's gonna be phenomenal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Like, I mean, it's Greta Gerwig. You know, like she, she made, she has made pretty good. She has made like pretty good movies, and she and she and she has only made two movies. You know, like I'm really really looking forward to that. I've been waiting for something else from her, honestly.
1: Dude, speaking of waiting, uh, do you remember what comes up this week? oh fuck um nope jordan peele
0: no, no no no, nope is next week
1: nope is next week i'm so yeah, excited um, for it though dude you got steven yoon you got just like so many classic like jordan peele actors and you know that if it's jordan peele it's gonna be good right like on the one
0: hand like on one hand you know what you could expect you're gonna expect aliens like adopting a bunch of african-americans and then but and then like and then like under the surface you're gonna like expect those expect something that is like more than aliens like for example in and get out like you have like like you have like uh you have a simple story uh uh, you have a simple story about an african-american man who uh, was dating a white girl and she and uh, and she and she and she she introduces him to her to her racist parents and family When, when when on the other hand you have when on the other hand like this family is basically like is basically like a using is basically like using their like intelligence in their brain to make the, uh, to make them be their uh, to make them be their servants with like uh with white people brains and shit. like right and, and and then with us like it's us, not dude. just one family that's attacking it's that's attacking everybody
1: men. dude oh.
0: everybody
1: I was I'm so crazy I'm just I want to see where nope goes so bad I'm
0: so excited dude. Yeah. Like, the second trailer kind of spoiled a lot. Like, not a lot. Like, it definitely didn't spoil the entire movie. It just it just made it obvious that it was aliens, you know? I think we knew it was going to be aliens
1: regardless. I think I knew it was going to be aliens from day one, at least for me. But, like, I think that with Jordan Peele movies, no matter how much they say, there's always going to be one more twist when the movie actually comes out.
0: Right, yeah. Like,
1: with the like wacky, inflatable waving arm to Ben or whatever like what's up with that like how does that work with the aliens I I don't know dude did you watch any of the stuff from like the Jupiter's Landing promotion that they did I I don't think I did so they did a promotion for the movie it was either it was a couple days ago I think in,
0: wait, wait are you talking about
1: Nevada or, or somewhere right and are talk,
0: basically are you, about, are you talking about the event from last night probably. Yeah, 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 where they served and, like those, uh, those cloudy drinks, yeah. Yes, dude, oh my god, how cool is that? And, like, there's, like, just the whole town
1: and, like, I heard that it, like, started, like, shaking and there was, like, just crazy stuff happening left and right and what a good PR thing, right? Like,
0: yeah, nothing like good... that happens anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a good PR thing. Like, 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 really, it is. Uh, uh, what else? Oh, my god. Oh, oh, my god. I mean, we did talk about Multiverse of Madness during during one of our green room sessions, but uh, but uh, but what did you think of it? Like on, but 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 I would like to hear your opinions on it. You know, I think
1: that Multiverse of Madness uh, and actually Thor: Love and Thunder and the upcoming Guardians Three movies are actually going to be really pivotal for the future of the MCU because okay. these movies, these Phase Four movies, aren't. MCU movies with like a director, right? These are the directors' movies that just take place in the MCU. Like Thor, Love and Thunder wasn't an MCU movie. It was a Taigo Waititi movie that was set in the MCU. Same thing with uh with Doctor Strange 2. That wasn't a a MCU movie. That was a a Sam Raimi movie that was set in the MCU. And I think that we're only just now that Endgame is over, I think that uh and the rest of the Marvel Studios are just really letting everybody, all the directors, kind of, like, add their own flavor to the movies, finally. And they're not really caring anymore because we're kind of past that, like, epicenter of the MCU. And I think that Guardians 3 is going to be such a big turning point because Guardians 1 and 2 are MCU movies. Guardians 3 is going to be a James Gunn movie. We're going to see some uh, The Suicide Squad level shit in this movie, dude. It's going to go absolutely nuts. James Gunn is turning it up to 11, and I think that people are either going to love it or hate it, no in-between, and I think that I'm probably going to be done with the MCU after that. Maybe I'll wait till Phase 4 is finished, but it's, it's just getting too much for me, personally. You know, like... Indeed, right. Like, what do you do after Endgame, right? Like, I'm enjoying exactly. the movies that are coming out just as much as everybody else, but I don't see the MCU climbing back up to that point that Endgame was at anytime soon.
0: Yeah. Like especially like uh like like obviously we we are so many ways away from uh from Secret Wars because like that's gonna from Secret Wars because like that's gonna be like the main event that's going to be next, right? Right. And like and then so uh so Secret Wars is basically like 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 during a pitiful moment. Where every Marvel character is basically a scroll, and scrolls are like this alien race, where are, are this alien race from another planet who basically shapeshift into into people that you would know, you know, like uh, like like people like intro- infiltrating infiltrating the planet Earth. You don't know who you could trust. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And Miss Marvel, I think
1: sets up the Marvels really good, and I actually got a little bit excited for that because I'm really excited to see. Uh, Brie Larson Returns as Captain Marvel. Awesome. I'm excited to see Monica Rambeau again. I think that the Marvels will be really fun. I think Aman Halani did great as Miss Marvel. I think Miss Marvel was did. one of the oh best God. MCU series, if not the best, dude. I was just so captivated the entire time. It was just so fun. I think that, and this is probably me, uh, like, checking my white privilege just a little bit. I wasn't super big, like, on the part where we just, like, were in Pakistan for, like, two episodes. I was like, where, where did the story go? What? How did we get here? I like, think, what? I think this so...
0: Oh, oh yeah. It was only, like, yeah. It's so yeah. disconnected, oh, yeah. but. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. We were in Pakistan for two episodes. And I think, like, I think that's so important for, like, I, I'm, I think that's really important for Kamala, for, you know, to, like, be in a country that's part of her roots, you know, because, like, it, because like this is like the second series where we're like in the Middle East and it's not you know like grainy it doesn't have like a shade of yellow it just it just it just looks real right right and I
1: I actually love that we're finally getting MCU stories that take place like outside of the United States and I'm not talking about like Asgard or nowhere or wherever in space like we haven't explored so many places on Earth. Why, are, like, why can't we go have stories there? And so I think that was really fun that we went there in this Marvel*. I loved going to Egypt in *Moon Knight*. I think that was super fun. I know. Um,
0: yeah, like *a Moon Knight*. *Moon Knight* was really, really good. Like, like Oscar Isaac, he carried that entire series on his back. Just the way he like does his facial features and how he like portrays his different personalities was just so perfect like really really perfect i loved it i really did especially i think
1: moon knight has the best first episode of a marvel series just like how in the moment you 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 also have no idea what's going on because the main character doesn't know what's going on
0: exactly like it like like you're basically in stephen grant's shoes you know
1: Um, I do think I'm a little bit frustrated with the MCU because during the first part of Phase 4, everything was about the snap and how the snap had ramifications and how that's affecting the universe going forward. Mm -hmm. But it's been like four or five projects and we haven't, nobody's even talked about the snap because they didn't talk about it in Thor, they didn't talk about it in Miss Marvel. They didn't talk about it in Moon Knight. I think the last time we even heard anyone even say anything about it was Doctor Strange. But they were just like, oh, I'm not the source of the Supreme because someone got snapped. And then they don't talk about it anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like this really like had a lot more like impact on the world than we're talking about. Because think back to like WandaVision, when like all of WandaVision happened because of Thanos and because of the snap. And Falcon (laughs) and the Winter Soldier, that whole series happened because of the snap. Yeah, and now we just aren't seeing any of the like problems that are happening from that anymore. Like, they don't talk about it in Strong They do talk about it in Eternals, but I'm not, I don't really like Eternals. So, like, what are you going to do? I,
0: I liked Eternals. I liked it. I mean, I mean, yes, the story is not great. It wasn't great, but characters, pretty good. I mean, Druid. I, yeah, I mean, Druid is my Eternal after all, you know? Druid, uh,
1: what's. Uh, who, who was the uh what was the name of the Eternal that was played by um Camille Namchani?
0: Uh Kingo. I loved Kingo.
1: Kingo, Kingo. Kingo was my favorite and his little camera guy dude. Oh my god, they were so good. And, and I, love, I love that uh, he was
0: referencing Miss Marvel, you know? Because H- like it shows that like it shows that Marvel Studios like hasn't forgot about the movie itself, you know? Right. Hesfestus festus was also
1: really good and I love Gotta love that queer representation in Marvel. Gotta yeah. get it in there. But people are just gonna say it's too much. But, um, but like, the characters were good. The movie itself was just so boring. And, like, yeah. it just did the whole, like, evil Superman trope. And I'm just so tired of it. Like, we've done it. We got Homelander. We got Omni-Man. We got uh, the dude from Internals whose name I can't remember. We Icarus. got... There's Icarus. There's just so many evil Superman out there now. I just think it's kind of overdone. We don't need to see that story anymore, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: I mean, like I'm cool. Like, like, like I'm better off with Homelander, Omni Man, and uh, and Superman from the Injustice Comic Book Run. You know? Right. I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. You know? We don't need any more evil Superman at this. point. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd rather like I'd rather see Superman like kill Joker again for the third time. Okay, come on.
1: <laughs> Speaking of evil Superman, have you watched the trailer? for black adam yet
0: yes i did it Dude, it's so good
1: this is the first time i've been excited for anything dc has been doing it since the suicide squad yeah. i'm so excited to get like injustice league or whatever like league of villains or like whatever they're putting together uh, right now the
0: society of america
1: justice society yeah. of america but you get Hawkman, dude. We're getting uh Dr. Fate, dude, which Doctor Fate know. is like one of my all-time favorite DC heroes. Which is I'm so excited that... that he's gonna be in a live action movie.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know if you I don't know if you like have like a I don't know if you like have a preference, but who do you think is more powerful? Doctor Fate or Doctor Strange?
1: Doctor Fate, all the way, dude. Really? How powerful is he? I think so too. Dude, that the the helmet of fate that he wears like, can quite literally rewrite reality. Like, just the only thing that can really, like, stop Dr. Fate is is chaos magic, which really is the one thing we've also seen Dr. Strange struggle with. Right. So, like, it's I think I'm probably a little personal biased because I like that anyone can put on the helmet, and now we're, you know, being controlled by this ancient god that's all-powerful and doesn't want to give you your body back versus Dr. Strange, who's just a guy who is really weird, yeah
0: <laughs> I mean I, I mean yeah, like like I like, so think you've said that, I can't wait to see what Dr. Fake can do in this movie, you know, like and I actually
1: think the rock the rock he's just the best choice for the Black Adam, right, there's no other yeah. actor that could have been better. I'm not the super I'm not like the biggest on the rocks acting, but he 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 plays the same character in every movie, and he's gonna I, play that character in this movie too, and i'm I'm okay with that, I've accepted that, I'm ready for it,
0: yeah. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. <laughs>
1: right. Like, yeah. But dude, Hawk and dude, we're
0: getting the Atom. Like, I'm just so excited for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, man, me too. Like, uh, and also, it wouldn't be surprising if like Black Adam just like killed killed these superheroes off. Like, it wouldn't even surprise me at all. <laughs>
1: right. Dude, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just so stoked. Like I said, I don't really like watch DC a lot anymore these days. I don't really, I mean, they're, they have the same issues as Marvel. They're too disconnected. Nothing they're doing like feels like it's, you know, being cohesive. But this movie looks fun, and I'm gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it too. Like, like I- I'm so there. You know, like I'm, 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 I'm gonna try and find a Black Adam T-shirt when. Uh, when we're closer to that date you know so yeah excited all right all right let's talk for 11 thunder yeah dude like it's it's okay it's a seven out of ten for me
1: (laughs) i think so i think maybe i'm i think i'd probably give like a seven and a half out of ten dude the how thematic this movie was just so like i said i think this is the best written mcu movie like because you have the whole storyline of Jane has cancer and she is, uh, you know, being killed metaphorically by Mjolnir, and that mm-hmm. parallels with Gore who's being killed by the Necro Sword. You have that whole parallel, and then it's the whole line of like, mm-hmm. why, why shouldn't I kill the gods? They're not doing anything for me. And then you have Jane who is doing her best to like do stuff for the people, and that that's so good I think that probably my least part of the movie is the like uh is actually the Taika isms I love Taika Waititi and it's so good but uh Stormbreaker being like a jealous girlfriend of the ex-Kilmir it's funny I don't think it really adds much to the movie I yeah. think that uh, Korg is great comedic relief. Russell Crowe, I think, is great comedic relief. Yeah. Tessa Thompson. I don't think they really needed that, but um, I think they were just like trying to be like, oh, yeah, Thor misses his ex because his ex is Jane, who is Mjolnir, but his current girlfriend, which he doesn't have, who is the uh, Stormbreaker, is jealous. Yeah. I, I love that we got to see Kat Dennings. Oh my god, dude! Kat Dennings is my favorite.
0: I love her so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did, like, I wasn't really the fan. I wasn't really a fan of Darcy, you know, back then, but like after like seeing her in WandaVision and then seeing her come back, like it was it was great. Yeah. She's my favorite
1: part of WandaVision, probably. I I love her anytime I get to see her in the MCU. She's actually my favorite part of uh, Thor: The Dark World and one of my favorite parts of the first Thor. Okay. Um, She's just so funny. Uh, yeah. Korg is Miamia. gay. What's mia Meow meow. Jonathan. Yes. I love how that's how. Like, I don't think that Paul Rudd knows what he's done when he just like has influenced the entire internet because now all the entire internet calls it Jonathan,
0: and that's just so funny to me. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, and and like, uh, I really want to listen to Scott Lang's podcast. You know, Dude, because, yeah. like, they referenced that. They referenced that in episode one of Miss Marvel. Right. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I... Even said I, it
1: my you know? I love that, um... I think it's so funny that he appeared in the musical.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, he in wasn't Rogers. there during he wasn't there. And
1: so there's two theories. There's two theories. Theory number one, people are saying that, like, he is in that musical because... He just told everybody he was there in his podcast. Everybody's like, "Oh, he was there. Put him in the musical, I guess." And uh, theory number two is that the person who wrote the musical saw him because he was there in the past, right? When oh, he went back with oh. Tony Stark. To Dang. Just... Okay. And that's the theory that I personally like a little bit better. Uh, I think that's pretty funny, but
0: it's not theory. It's
1: not about theory. I love how Scott. Scott Lang is just like I'm a superhero. I'm gonna start a podcast. That's that's <laughs> the best thing that a superhero can do, right?
0: Oh, did you hear that? Uh, Paul Rudd like uh like uh a video called a uh a sick child in a hospital. I didn't hear that. No. No, like uh like like I think he I think he like uh like uh, there was this kid who who was. Uh, who's like a big fan of like Paul Rudd, like specifically him playing Scott Lang? And like, uh, and at the, uh, Paul Rudd heard about this and he rang him up. He was like, Hey, he was like, Hey, little dude, hope you feel better. You know, like,
1: it was, it's like, a just a good poor dude. Man. I love Paul Rudd, dude. He doesn't age either, dude. He's gonna look fantastic
0: forever. I, right? Yeah, he is. He just is. Oh, can we talk about the fact that like. Kamala is apparently an inhuman? Slash mutant. Yeah, mutant. Slash, mutant. I meant to say mutant. Well, Can
1: we talk about- I'm the- pretty cool the- with that, actually, because huh? the original writer of the Miss Marvel comics said that when she was writing the Miss Marvel comics, she wanted her to be a mutant, but Marvel told her, no, she has to be an inhuman. And I think right. that was because- they didn't want, like, a popular character being a mutant, or they didn't want, like, a, uh, you know, a mutant, a popular character to be this uh, person of color, this young Pakistani woman. They're like, eh, it doesn't really fit, like, the X-Men. So they were like, but she can be an an, an inhuman. It's just, like, a mutant, but, like, not popular. So nobody's going to read the comics. And she's like, all right, I guess. But uh, so she said that she wanted her to originally be a mutant in the comics. And so I think that her getting to be a mutant in the MCU is finally, like, the... You know, Marvel correcting themselves. Mm hmm. hmm. Yeah. And dude, the X Men theme, dude, just playing that. Oh,
0: mean. dude, it's so good. And
1: so I think, by like how the MCU works, I think that also means that Carol Danvers is also a mutant. I think that means that Monica Rambo is also a mutant. And I think that means that the Scarlet Witch is also a mutant. And Pietro, but Pietro's dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was so stupid that they killed off Pietro in that movie. So Just sad, to- we miss him so much.
1: Yeah, and then we—I don't even get me started on Ralph dude. I could talk about that for. Yeah, I'm so mad at, about
0: it. It's and so- now, and now, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing, is craving. playing Craven the hunter, and, and they're oh, making him so an incredible lover. Mm. He's craving. I little, don't know how that's gonna Craven work. the lover. I I don't know how
1: that'll work. I'm I'm curious to see what they do with that, but we'll we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Only time
0: will tell. I mean, I mean, he does look good in those set photos. He's gotten, you know, bulkier. (laughs) But, uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: stoked. I'm, I'm really curious to see where the MCU is going. I'm really hoping that, like, uh, honestly, that superhero movies get less popular just because, like, I think there's too much pressure, and I think that too many, like, people are caring about him now, and I think it was a lot better when, like, it was really nerdy and not every single person on the face of the earth watched every single Marvel movie. Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. I think that we're kind of starting to come to an end where superhero movies aren't going to be super popular in the future, but that's just kind of my thoughts
0: on it. Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah, it has been, like, yeah, yeah, it has been, like, yeah, yeah, we have been, like, getting, like, overwhelmingly so much Marvel content over, like, the past Year, you know, like, uh, like, like, like it's like
1: everything. we didn't have anything for like the past two years because of COVID, <laughs> but like, we had uh, Black Widow, Spider Man, the second Spider Man, and Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, all the shows, dude. It's just so much, Every single just month, time. it was
0: always like a Marvel property, you know, like any week there wasn't
1: a new episode of a show airing, a movie was coming out. And then a new show would start, and then there
0: was another movie, and just so yeah. much, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, so, Right, yeah, it is. And uh, you know what's weird? Is that, like, I'm going back to Love and Thunder again. So they... So, do you remember during San Diego Comic-Con when uh, when they promised that they would make that they would make Love and Thunder a very gay movie. And that I, Valkyrie would find they, her queen. Yes. And they didn't really, like, promise that. They, 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 they just showed Valkyrie, like, kiss a woman's hand. That was it. And they also showed, like, Korg, like, potentially, like, finding a partner. Nah,
1: man. All Everyone in Korg's
0: race is gay. I like how
1: gay Thor Love and, Thor Love and Thunder was. Like, I think that it sucks that they're like, oh, but uh you know it's gonna be super gay and it like was only like this degree i like it i think it's accurate representation they talked about how valkyrie used to have a have a girlfriend we got to see valkyrie kiss a girl's hand we see korg get a a boyfriend which i don't know if you got the joke his name is Dwayne because he's the rock oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it's i think it's so good but everyone in korg's like species is gay and that's a lot of people are upset they're like what about Korg's mom that he mentions in movie three? It's like he could have been adopted or like I don't know, dude, stepmom. Yeah. But like, uh, so, but that and I don't know if you actually caught this. Meek is actually the first transgender character in the MCU because Meek, uh, in Thor Ragnarok is referred to with he/him pronouns, but Meek huh. in Thor: Love and Thunder is referred with she/her pronouns. And I actually did a little bit of digging into this. Meek is actually also transgender in the comics. It's different, but Meek is traveling with Korg and Hulk doing adventures, doing whatever, and they come across this dude who like casts a spell on Meek and just changes their gender. So it I I I'm not too sure what happened with the MCU, but I love that we have an actual canon transgender character in the MCU. I think that's super sick.
0: Yeah, like that 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 is like really yeah, like I, I did not know that. Like, that is like, that's just so mind blowing to me. <laughs> it's so
1: funny because I heard someone, you know, someone say, like, Meek is, uh, this was before the movie came out. Uh, The Funko Pop from Meek was in a pencil skirt. And someone's like, Is Meek a girl? And then they referred to Meek, like, Was she her pronouns in the movie? And I was like, Did they always do that? I could have sworn that Meek was like, he him in in thor ragnarok and i actually went back and watched thor ragnarok and it is migas is he him in thor ragnarok yeah and so i just i don't know man like the small subtle representation they don't call attention to it it just is there that makes me super happy i yeah. love how zeus had like a bunch of harlots and he had a male harlot i think that's that's really good wow. like just small subtle representation that's the kind that i like personally I get that some people want a little more, but that that's what works for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he's the, like, like, after what, like, after, like, what you just told me, and then, like, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty good too. I was also, like, I was also expecting more gods, you know, not just Zeus, but like, yeah. Like, I really thought that they were going to introduce, like, I, th- I really thought that they were gonna introduce more than one Greek god, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, well, like... I mean, the
1: post-credit scene we get Hercules, who's only a demigod, but. Roy Kent.
0: Roy, Roy Kent. Ken! He's, 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 He's there. He's there. He's every. He's every. Oh, Roy Kent.
1: I'm actually so excited. Here. I saw someone say that uh, that he should be uh Hercules in and I was like. Boom, but that's never gonna happen. But that's the perfect fan casting, dude. And it's him, dude. He's there. He's here. Yeah. He's every fucking way. Yeah. It's dude. Oh and I'm so excited for him. <clears throat> I think he's gonna do so good. And I actually, uh, I agree with everybody else. The CGI looks really bad, but it's a post credit scene. I the CGI that. always, always looks really bad in post credit scenes. I actually think that they shouldn't have done any CGI, and they should have just done his regular body. But like, just made him super strong with him being really skinny. Like, because we've seen that in the MCU. Look at Kamala, right? Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't have. They don't have to be super bulky, right? But like, he he like, for his body size is is really in shape, right? They don't need to like make him like three times the size with like bad CGI. I don't think they need to do that. But that's that's just what I think about it.
0: Yeah. Like I heard that. Uh, I heard that. Like uh, that there was like. I heard that like. I heard that some like visual effects artists like walked out like during like post-production because like because of like rough like because of like rough um because of longer hours that they were like that 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 they were like doing these things like overnight there was like harassment and 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 all that such like that's what i heard you know
1: yeah i heard a little bit too which is always unfortunate and i don't know like how much of it's true or how much of it's valid and I don't think that's really like our place to say if it is true that really sucks because I really like Taika Waititi as a director and as a writer and as an actor I think he's great I think that he's really doing a lot of good stuff for a lot of like film and entertainment these days but Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do right at least he didn't you know grow up his uh his transgender niece like that uh, dude who's directing that new movie that's coming out. I don't know if you've heard about that at all. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yeah.
0: Which, yeah it looks I mean, so good, but I
1: don't want to watch it now.
0: Yeah, me neither. Like and the thing about David O Russell is that he also like verbally abuses his actors.
1: Right. You know, like you heard
0: about that story where like George Clooney and and David like got into a full-blown fistfight during like during filming of Three Kings. I haven't heard about that, no. No yeah 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 they got into yeah, yeah. they got into it during production like really really into it like I don't even know what the context of it was I just know that there was like a fight between them See and here's the thing I'm
1: probably still going to watch the movie at one point because you get such an all-star studded cast right And the, but and the I'm going to watch it right I'm going to watch it when I can pirate it or not support David Russell in any way whatsoever because I don't want to, but I do want to watch the movie because you got Anya Taylor-Joy and you got Margot Robbie and Christian Bale and... um, Chris Rock. uh, Chris Rock and what's his name? Um, uh, From uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Why can't I think of his name? Rami Malek. Rami Malek and Taylor Swift and you got like just this whole cast of like amazing actors and they're all going to be in this one movie together and uh you have uh the main character from, or the dude from tenant uh it's uh, john uh, david
0: washington
1: john john david washington and the movie just has so many good actors in it that i love seeing and it's just so unfortunate to hear about that from the director because now no there's so many people that aren't going to support the movie when there's so many people who are worth supporting who worked on the movie and yeah. now they're going to suffer it from this movie, like, be- all because of David Russell,
0: which is just super unfortunate. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else can we talk about? Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, we talked about Moon Knight. We talked about, um, what else can we talk about? uh oh i um, actually think
1: i gotta get going here my apologies uh, okay, to you yeah. to come in and, and dip real fast but i got some uh some commitments i gotta go to but thank you very much for for inviting me i yeah I know, man it's it's fun. So
0: great. Yeah, yeah yeah it's so great to talk to you on here this has been this has been so much fun we gotta gotta we gotta we, gotta, we got we got a lot of good conversations going on here you know like this is that uh, this was uh th- th- this was just great you know like I'm glad I got to talk about this with somebody dude I know? gotta
1: talk I-, I can't keep it all in man I gotta talk to someone about these things you
0: know me too like it's 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 relieving you know like yeah so yeah uh, uh, all right guys this has been another episode of the Santy time podcast and, and it, you know I I am Santiago Brion and and, that, and this has been uh, my guest uh, Stockton Morris Stockton where can they find you uh, I'm on Twitter under Sweets Tweets. Okay, all right, okay, and uh, and, and you guys can find me on TikTok Straw Hat Santi Twenty Three because you know I'm yeah. <laughs> because you know I uh, I turned twenty three a month ago so <laughs> and, uh, and and you can find uh, you can find me I, you can find my uh, you can find my podcast Insta Santi Time Pod you can you can follow my review. You can follow my movie review page called called movie underscore enthusiast. And you can find and you can find me on and you can also find me on Twitter uh under Bri under B-R-I-O-N underscore Yago. That's Brion underscore Yago. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to thank you so much for listening to our Marvel talk. And, and we will see you on the next one. Goodbye.